This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Round the Boards, updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on ORFM Dunedin's awesome morning show. Yeah, and it's my great pleasure to welcome Francisca Griffin from the West Harbour Community Board back for uh, first round of Round the Boards for 2022. Morena, great to have you with us. Oh, Morena, Jeff, and um, happy February. Yeah, well, happy <laughs> New Year, Chinese New Year, happy February. I hope uh, the summer treated you well, Francisca, and you've uh, been able to enjoy, well, a lot of gorgeous days like the one we've got today. Yes, indeed. I certainly did. Um, yep, lots of gardening and various other activities. It was great. Back in, oh, it's still great. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well, we'll get back into the business of, of community boards now. I'm sure it's been on your mind, even if you've taken a wee bit of a break away from it. Um, let's talk about uh, the opportunity to uh, recycle and do the right thing with some of our waste, pop-up transfer stations. Okay, so it's a uh, waste minimisation area of um, of council has um, approached us a couple of years ago to see if we wanted to get involved with um, uh, waste minimisation out here in West Harbour. What happens out here and in other uh, outer-lying communities is uh, that uh, waste management, the uh, council's contractor, waste contractor, will... um, Bring big skips out for people to, you know, put their rubbish and their green waste into. Um, and usually they're located far away from people. Well, they certainly are here in Port Chalmers, uh, West Harbour, rather. So they've located them down uh, this year and last year down at the at Port Chalmers School. And uh, the West Harbour Community Board, in conjunction with the Lions, last year we held a, a sausage sizzle and scrap metal collection. And that increased this year to um, scrap metal, um, sausage sizzle, um, electronic waste collection, and also a swap zone. So we were able to collect, uh, thank you COVID, to, uh, we were able to collect from a small amount of people this year, a small amount of electronic waste and also quite a tiny, we had a tiny swap zone, but I'm anticipating the next year this will be much bigger. And it would be great uh, just to just, you know spread the word, get people interested, get people um, even even assisting us um, in this endeavour. Because of course, as I've said before, and oopsie. Yep. Now you still there, Francisco? Yeah, good. Yeah. I just had my phone giving me a reminder that I thought that you might be hearing. <laughs> no. <all> good. <laughs> okay. Great. Awesome. Um, because as I've said before, Jeff, we're all in this together, and uh, many hands make light work, and all those you know, all those platitudes that come out at this kind of time, uh, you know, when when we're when we're um, rallying the community to come together and and do some bits and pieces. So yes, um, hopefully it will get. Um, It'll be a lot bigger next time. So in terms of the ways that people can help out, Francisca, I guess if you've got um, just people on site directing people to the right place, making sure that uh, that the wrong kind of waste isn't included, that kind of thing? Absolutely, absolutely. So we have pretty clear um, – we had a ute and we just had an area, a grassed-off area, uh, 
wasn't a grass area for putting the swap stuff in. Um, and we got a gold coin from anybody who was dropping stuff into the swap zoning space. We had to um, do something with anything that was left over at the end of the day. And the electronic waste, well, I was really pleased to see that the Green Island transfer station, like it's called a transfer station, the, the, the tip, we'll just call it the tip. Uh, the the prices for recycling electronic waste are actually really quite reasonable. And so we subsidised those and we will do that again next year, continue to subsidise. Um, so it is super cheap to um, have anything taken out there. They take all kinds of uh, computer um, paraphernalia and various electronic type things, phones, chargers, cables, etc., etc., and that is awesome. I think we still need to work on having appliances recycled because putting them in the in the ground is not a very bright idea. But yeah, we'll work on that. Work in progress. So, how do people stay on top of uh, when and where the pop up stations will will turn up? So there is advertising that goes up in the supermarket and in the library, um, various shops that that put posters up in the West Harbour. The advertising will be a little bit better next year. Uh, Facebook, of course. I mean, it's always better next year, isn't it, Jeff? Always. <laughs> They're always aiming for it to be better next time. That's right. Yeah, Indeed. absolutely. Unless it was spectacular and then you just go for the same old thing. Right. Um, yeah. Now, um, there are some funding opportunities open at the moment, both through the Dunedin City Council and through the West Harbour Community Board. Sure. Like The first one that I want to talk to segues back to the uh, pop-up transfer station thing in that there are some waste minimisation grants um, available. Uh, there's two funding rounds a year. Uh, the next one closes on the 25th of March, and there is a substantial amount of money in there to be asked for. So if there are any community groups out there that are interested in in any waste minimisation anything, uh, they could contact the DCC for an application form. It's quite simple to fill out an application form, um, and they're there to help you if need be. Um, I think the grants go for, uh, you can ask for a maximum of $5,000, and that's quite a lot, really. And there's all kinds of things that uh, that we can do, like, the Lions did down the road where they subsidised electronic waste. And, yeah, I'm just, I haven't got any ideas off the top of my head, but I'm sure there are plenty of people out there that do. The other two uh, funding ops are, of course, the West Harbour Community Board's discretionary fund. Now, as well as um, serving groups in the community who come and ask us for uh, money for various things, we do have two scholarships per year of $500 each that um, any school-aged person can come and present to us for anything they'd like to do. For example, we have, um, in the past, we've uh, funded, um, part, partly funded, um, trips to, um, do, to train, uh, at various things, um, a drama camp one year. Um, we funded um, a young local who who 
sails out of the Ravensbourne uh, Yacht Club. So we funded her to um, um, to upgrade some bits and pieces on her boat. I don't think you call them ships when they're that small. It must be a boat. And that sort of thing, um, sporting opportunities, cultural opportunities, get in touch and uh, we'll run you through the process. The other one, of course, is um, for community groups and lots of people have heard me talk about that. You can you can find access to all of those things on our Facebook page but also on the West Harbour Community Board's page on the DCC website. Very, very easy to, to have a look at. Um, and <clears throat> while every um, funding application you'll ever, a person will ever do does have hoops to jump through. They're not very, they're not onerous. They're just um, can be, as some people see them, long and involved, but they're not. Uh, they're not difficult to do. Yeah, if you can articulate, you know, what you're doing and why you're doing it, you can point to the benefits in your community. You know, you're three quarters of the way there, and um, and these days, you know, uh, if you have any questions around funding applications, I know the team at the Dunedin City Council with with the various grants that are available through them. You know, give them a call, talk to someone who's on the ground there about what uh, what they need to hear from you about in your application, and I'm sure um, the community board members would also be happy to give a bit of uh, advice about. Um, how best to put your your case if um, you want to make the application to any of those funds. Yep, absolutely. All right, um, just finally, uh, let's bring us up to date with um, the Hudson Park Basketball Court. So there's a half basketball court uh, now in use on Hudson Park. So I see when I drive past there, I see that it is being used and that's fantastic. And thank you to the DCC for doing that and for listening to the neighbours about where they wanted it. It's great. Yep, really good. So, yeah, the playground spaces are really improving all over the city, I understand. I talked about um, Aramawana in our last chat, Jeff, so I won't need to go over that one again, but it's great that there's spaces for um, anybody who wants to play. You don't have to be a child. And I think the DCC's uh, at the moment making some important decisions this very week about other play spaces around the city as well and indeed asking for some input on that. So uh, we'll no doubt bring you up to date with all of that a little bit further down the track too. Well, lovely to talk with you again, Francisca, for our first edition of Round the Boards for 2022. We look forward to catching up with you in a few weeks' time. Ah, lovely. Thank you, Jeff. Kaki day. That was Round the Boards, updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on ORFM, Dunedin's awesome morning show. For more information about Dunedin's six community boards and contact details, visit the Dunedin City Council website, dunedin.govt.nz or phone 477-4000. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.